Welcome to Sober Solutions. We are a weekly recovery podcast, not affiliated with any particular 12-step or recovery program. However, you may hear us mention them. My name is Jason, and I'm an alcoholic and addict. My name is Chris, and I'm an alcoholic and addict. My name is Ben. I'm an alcoholic and addict. And welcome back to Sober Solutions podcast. Tonight is episode 33. And the season of Thanksgiving is upon us. So we want to take the opportunity just to wish all of our listeners a happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate. I know that we have listeners from around the world, so some of you may not celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, But for those of you who do, happy Thanksgiving. And along those lines, we wanted to really focus tonight's conversation around that. Not only am I interested in talking about surviving Thanksgiving, because this could be a a big trigger for some people. There's typically lots of drinking, specifically the night before Thanksgiving. There's a lot of family, which could be a trigger uh, for people. But it's also a really hectic time, and it really starts the whole holiday season. Um, So I'd really like for us to talk a little bit about how each of us survives the Thanksgiving holiday and what we're going to do to really prepare ourselves for some potential triggers. But after that, you know, it wouldn't be Thanksgiving without being thankful and grateful. And I would really like to talk about what you're grateful for this year. I think, you know, aside from sobriety, which I think we're all extremely grateful for, um, I'm really interested to hear what you're grateful for. And um, I know I do a, a gratitude list every day. So it's it's always top of mind for me. And, and I want to talk a little bit about that. But to get us started tonight, Ben, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing for you and your recovery program as we move into the Thanksgiving holiday? Well, I'm not going to drink. That's a start. Um, you know, I think that if I get more, I think if I get more complicated than that, look, I'm going to, uh, Chris is giving me some looks because he looks very confused. Um, no, that's where it starts. That's where it starts for me. It, it, you know, before I make a plan or have an out or go, you know, to places that I am going to be comfortable, like all of those things are based in making sure I don't pick up. So, um, yeah, I mean, luckily for me, you know, Thanksgiving's always been a um, holiday where I've either been at my parents' house or, uh, you know, I've been around family and, and they've all been really good with, um, you know, with my sobriety and, and there really hasn't been an issue. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, you know, I, I was, I was listening to, in my meeting this morning, uh, somebody was talking about how it is a really big trigger for them. And so what they'll do is, um, they, you know, they'll, they'll hit extra meetings, uh, that day. They, in fact, him, him and his wife, they go away for the entire week of Christmas. They go snowshoeing because they're like, no, I just don't want to, doesn't want to have to deal with it. And, you know, that's really, you know, some people are, in a position that, that I am where I can, you know, I, I don't have to make a super rigid plan, but it's, it's you know, it's the same thing where it, it's, I'm not, um, I don't feel bound to stay in a place that I'm not 
comfortable with um, or comfortable at. And we're going to be down at my grandparents' house. And, and yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, it's going to be a fairly low-key event. Um, but it, you know, it's whatever it is, um, it's making a plan, having people you can call, and, you know, having an, having an exit strategy because you, it's really easy. Like you said, Jason, it's really easy to lose sight of, especially during these holidays, you know, holidays are a tough time for some people, you know, some people don't, don't have family. Some people don't have friends. Some people, you know, the holidays, you know, I think we're, you know, we're fortunate that we have a system, um, in recovery, but not everybody has that. So it becomes about making sure that if you don't have anywhere else to go, you hit a meeting, you call somebody because it is a really slippery slope as you kind of look around and, and like you said, this starts the season and the, the joy starts getting kicked up on, you know, Target starts sending out their Christmas catalog and the commercials start and and all and everybody's you got to be smiling and Santa's at the mall and it's great and look that's just not that's not everybody's reality and I don't think it serves us to pretend that that it is so you know it's uh you're making a plan and and I I, I just have I just have uh, Pat uh from a couple episodes ago um I just have his voice telling that story don't drink that's it <laughs> I I hear that way too often in my head uh pat mctee you know really really laying it down that that easy so ben was the day before thanksgiving ever a big drinking day for you did you go out to the bars drink with your friends what was that like for you thankfully it was not because i was a dork um i did not have um i mean it, it's it was one of those things that I wasn't terribly popular in high school. So the idea of, you know, I know the lure of, you know, Thanksgiving Eve is you, you get together at the local bar and you catch up with people. And for me, it was like, yeah, no, I was a dork then and still a dork now, as, as Jason pointed out in the chat. Yes, I'm still a dork. Um, but no, thankfully, Thanksgiving Eve was not a, um, it wasn't a huge um, thing for me. But, you know, I, it, my, my, my my sister, uh, you know, she 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 showed up under the weather more than one Thanksgiving. Um, luckily, I don't think she listens to the podcast, so I don't think we have to worry about offending her. But um, but yeah, no, it's, I know that's another big one where because that that is a real simple people, places, and things all in one, just like recipe for like I can see how that would just come and smash somebody right in the face because. It's, you know, if nothing else, it brings you back to a time when these things weren't an issue. You know, you know, it, it brings you back to high school or college and, and it gives you this, this sense of when life was easier and times were easier. So maybe you start thinking, hey, listen, I could do this a little bit. I could, I could drink responsibly. And, you know, it, it's, it's just a, uh, luckily it's not a thing it's, it hasn't been a thing for me, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, that, 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 that's a slippery slope. Yeah. And the first thing that really came to mind was 
how easy it would be to go back to that because that's automatic friends. Everyone's out. Everyone's having a good time. And especially if I'm early on in my recovery, fortunately, last Thanksgiving, I was still feeling the hurt, you know, and and it was still painful for me. Um, But I'd also gotten through my steps and was already working a really strong program. So I made sure to make that plan like you were talking about. Chris, how about how about you? Was uh, the day before Thanksgiving a, a big one for you? The day before Thanksgiving was uh, very big. Uh, you know, I would say it was a lead up. It was more the week before. Uh, we would congregate, you know, day after day leading up. There was it wasn't just drinking, but drugging. Um, and, you know, looking back, reflecting, it really just showed what some of I wouldn't say all, but some of my relationships were based around um, you know, although it was fun, you look back and I'm 36 years old in my perspective, for me, I'm not saying everyone, it's kind of sad that it was so big. And the reason it was big was because of drinking and using, um, you know, I would, I have a lot of relationships that I wouldn't even call these people anymore. Um, not that they did anything wrong, but we just went different directions in our lives um you know and and in some in some regards it's a little sad but in some regards it shows how much progress i've made uh i my friendships now although there's a lot less of them they're really based in true honesty and um you know our our likes and dislikes are are different from what they were before so what do you do to prepare for this holiday? You know, um, are you with family? Are you with friends? What's your recovery program going to look like? So I'm actually going to my mother's this week um, or next week, sorry, for Thanksgiving. And it's funny you asked that. I had this, my mom sent out an email and she said, you know, we're having this, we're having that. We're actually having... Um, some of our friends from New Hampshire come over as well. So we have a pretty large group. And in the bottom of it, it said, we will not be serving alcohol. And for some reason, you know, Katie did just breeze by that. <laughs> Mostly everyone breezed by that, but I just kept centering around that. And it's, it's funny because I just kept thinking about, oh, is that going to ruin everyone's time? Is that, you know, and is that, people in judgment. And I just kept thinking about it. And to the point where I actually called my mom and I was like, mom, people can drink. And she's like, Oh, I didn't even, you know, realize that it was, you know, not Chalan. I just thought she actually heard in a podcast that sometimes in groups I felt uncomfortable. So she was trying to look out for me. And then Katie uh, mentioned, she's like, do you realize that that is the alcoholic and addict in you that you were just so focused on that. Um, to answer your question, I'm with the closest people in my life. I have my best friend up there. I have my wife. I have my family. Um, so they're all out of this group. They are all very supportive. Um, and I also am, you know, going to go to a meeting that day. So I would say between the relationships that I have directly around me and the meeting that I'll go to, that's kind of the plan that I have. You know, you mentioned plans and that's what I'm going to be focusing around. And I, and I think it's a great one. Um, 
something that I've been starting to see pop up in friends groups or different sober groups on Facebook that I'm a part of are shareathons or alkathons, um, where these groups host this 24-hour meeting. And it's 24 meetings throughout the day, an hour a time. And it just allows people to go to a place either virtually or in person where there's like-minded people. And there's actually one in New York through my CMA group that I might actually attend even though I'll be very busy throughout my day. Um, I'm actually helping cook this year, which I'm nervous about. Um, and I'm, and I think our guests should be nervous about that too, but I'm, I'm learning and I, I still think I need to make that a priority for me, you know, just because it's Thanksgiving and there's so much going on that day, food, football, napping, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean that I need to push my program aside. Just like any other day, I have to make sure that I'm sober first. And if that means that I need to go to a meeting or call my sponsor or just another alcoholic or addict, then that's what I need to do. Um, I, I never really made the day before Thanksgiving a big deal because I, at that point, was really just doing that every day. You know, the day the, the day before Thanksgiving was like every other day of the week. So why would I go out and fight with the crowds for something that I could just go out to the liquor store for, or call my dealer for? And I never really made it that, that big of a deal. Um, but I think that now that I'm replacing it, I get to actually enjoy the holiday. You know, for me, family, family was a trigger because I had damaged those relationships so much and having to sit around a table and to a degree fake these relationships with my family because I was either nervous and scared or I was pissed off at something, you know, without any good reason except that. I just didn't think that they were supporting me. Um, but it, it just felt false. You know, it, it felt like we were sitting around the table just playing a game or, or, you know, putting on a show. And I'm sure, I, I don't know this for, for fact, but I'm sure that they were just sitting there waiting for something to happen. Or I wouldn't be eating a lot of food because I was high and... That's nothing I, I, I didn't eat when I was high, you know, and I, I'm, I want to actually ask them that this year, like, what, what was that like for you? Um, I, I think the impact of our family trying to really cope and just watch what's unfolding before them must have had a, a big impact on them. And, and I don't know if they would even recognize that to talk about that without me asking, you know, and, and it's something that I really am interested in to see how it's changed if it has yet. So, you know, that's, that's one thing that I'm grateful for is my relationship that I have back with my family. 
You've mentioned a couple times before how important your relationship with your father is. Um, I'm curious how, I w- I, can you expand on faking the relationship and what that meant at the time? Yeah, so I would be sitting there trying not to look like a mess or talk like a mess or act like a mess because I didn't want my cover blown. Now, that I'm sure was not working, but in my head, I was pulling it off. But because I was drunk or high or thinking about getting drunk or high, I wouldn't be engaged in conversation or I would just be so focused on trying to talk so much that they didn't have the opportunity to think of anything else that it just wasn't real. It wasn't authentic. And there was, there wasn't that feeling of Thanksgiving and I, and I can't really describe what that feeling is, but there's that feeling of like connection and Thanksgiving and just, just family, you know, just authentic connection with other people that was just missing for me. And I didn't even realize that until I started thinking about the topic tonight, that it was just really a show. And it's because I was trying so hard not to be discovered that I was the one who was creating that atmosphere. Yeah, I really like that. I as well. The reason I asked is that is exactly how I felt, the trying not to be discovered. And in in hindsight, I think it was pretty obvious. Um, whether it was obvious that I was using or just obviously obvious that something was off, I think it was obvious to the people closest to me that something wasn't right and that I wasn't the person that they, um, you know, that they love and care about. Um you know, ad- additionally, being, you know, Thanksgiving's all about the core concept is being grateful. And I just remember back in Thanksgiving, not being able to actually be grateful. And I am, I think right now I'm grateful that I'm actually able to be grateful. I know that was a complete circle, but <laughs> if that made sense. It totally makes sense. It totally makes sense because I don't think that we had the capacity to be grateful because we were always looking for our next drunk. We were always looking for our next high and maybe we were grateful for that when it actually happened. But for the things that we actually had, at least for myself, I took all that shit for granted. You know, the house over my head, the clothes on my back, the food in my belly, you know, everything that I had, it was like, yeah, I deserve this. I deserve this. So Chris, what is it? What else are you grateful for? talked a ton about my family. Um, so I'm going to push that to the side. I think that's the forefront of my gratitude just in general. I think now what I'm grateful for is that I'm able to be present, uh, for years, probably the last six years, I have not been able to be present. Uh, I would just always be in a rush. I would never appreciate what was in front of me. I was always in a state of keeping up with the Joneses. Um, A good example of this is I just went to Disney for almost two weeks and it was chaos. (laughs) You know, we had 14 people and seven of them were kids. So if you can imagine under one roof, just seven kids, constant chaos, 
But if you step back and just actually watch the children, just love, you know, everything around them and actually be able to appreciate that, it, it was a wonderful thing. And the old me would not have appreciated that at all. I would have ran away. I would have left the park. I would have probably taken out on my wife. I would have ruined somebody's day. And those small moments are what I'm able to be grateful for now. I totally get that. And seeing seeing Disney through the eyes of a child is magical. You know, I, I haven't been to Disney in a long time. Um, actually, the last time I was there was for a circuit party. So I was not definitely seeing it through the eyes of a child. Um, but, you know, one thing that I've been thinking about and thinking about recently, actually, is once my nephews get a little bit older, I want to take them on a Disney cruise or something Disney-like um, because I just think it really is that magical experience for them. And they're grateful for this time that they have that's truly, you know, awe-inspiring and, and magical for them. Ben, how about you? What are you grateful for? Your hair so that I have something to model myself after. <laughs> I am, I mean, look, I think it's, I think it, could, it would be very cliche for me to get on and be like, I'm grateful for this. I'm, listen, I'm grateful for a ton of shit. Grateful for a ton of shit. I'm grateful for um, my sobriety, my family, my health. Uh, my job, uh, my girlfriend, I just, but like it, it's still life. Life is still lifey. Like it's not, every day is not just amazing. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's, it's been a rough stretch in that, you know, I think as we get further away from a drink, the more life, I don't want to say returns to normal, but like sobriety is just a part of who I am today. So I don't want to say it gets taken for granted by those around me, but it, I think it's something that is just kind of baked into the cake. Um, and it's, so, so what I'm grateful for is, you know, having a program that I work my ass off at every single day. And I don't like, you know, I, I've, I've have not been meditating or praying like at all. Um, and you know, it, it's, it's so that, you know, I worked out, worked out in the rooms and, uh, my sponsor was, he was away, he was in London. So, uh, you know, kind of been a little disconnected from him. Um, you know, but it's, but, you know, I think above all else, I'm just grateful that, I'm just grateful that I got this when I got it. You know, I, that, that I'm, I'm grateful that, that for whatever reason, this stuff is sticking in my head and it's not, and, and I'm, I'm, and I'm able to apply it in the hard times. Because that's like early on, you know, everything was, you know, just, a, you know, last Thanksgiving, it was, 
you know, it was just a, a shit show. Like, you know, it was, we were just out of rehab. It was the first big holiday. It was, um, there was just a lot that was going on. I had just started a new relationship. Um, and you're riding that pink cloud on a number of levels. Well, fast forward a year, that pink cloud is gone. And I'm grateful that, you know, as it's lifted, the program is still there for me. Um, it's, it's, it's there if I choose to work it, I should say, you know, the program is there. Yes. But, um, it's not there if I don't, um, if I don't use it the way it's meant to be, uh, the way it's meant to be used, but I'm going to now turn this on you, you young chap and fellow you, Jason, what are you grateful for? Well, uh, like I said before, I have a gratitude group and I do a gratitude list every single day. I remember a few years ago when I was working with a sponsor and, and you know, he, he asked me, make a gratitude list every day, send it to me. I want to see what you're grateful for. And at first... I was saying shit like my townhouse and my BMW and my this and my that and like all of this like big stuff, which, you know, I was grateful for, but all of this like superficial shit. And what he mentioned to me and, and really reshaped my way of thinking about gratitude, especially now that I'm, I'm sober is that I'm grateful for the small things. And there are days that I wake up and I think to myself, what the hell am I grateful for? And then I re remember my old sponsor's words of saying, you know, be grateful for the small stuff. And I'm laying in a bed, grateful for that. I am grateful for my cat who wakes me up, even though he's super annoying, waking me up for food. I'm grateful for the heat in my house and the electricity and the hot water and like all that small stuff. And now that my life is getting bigger, I still have the opportunity to be grateful for the bigger things like this new job or my new relationship or, you know, going back to school and like things like that. But it's the small stuff that got me there. And I can't forget that if I'm not grateful for the thing that wakes me up, I can't be grateful for the rest of it. So I'm really grateful for my higher power for putting air into my lungs and my ability to even get out of bed let alone the bed that I'm sleeping in, but really being able to walk around, you know? I mean, there's so much that I forget sometimes, even now, you know, I, I think of my list and I'm like, what am I gonna, what am I gonna think, add today? And it's the small stuff that gets me through. It, it really, really is. Um, you know, I, I have to say, I am so grateful for this podcast um, and really grateful for the three of you. Um, you know, I never thought that we would 
still have this going. Um, you know, because I, I, I was in rehab and, and I was like, oh, these guys are great and we're making friends. And then I was like, wait a minute, they're a bunch of crackheads and alcoholics. Do I really want to be friends with them afterwards? And, you know, yes, we are. And that's what's kept us together is we're a bunch of crackheads and alcoholics. And, you know, I'm really grateful for that because what that's shown me is that this shit works. It works as long as I do the work to make it work. Because previously, I've always wanted this program to work for me instead of me working for this program. And because I have found self-love and a strong, sober community and real, authentic friends and relationships, I'm able to live this life that I have. Um, you know, so I'm really, really grateful for that. The, the thing that I realized today is how grateful for I, I am for how I've grown in my relationship to romantic relationships. I was talking to someone today and I have recently started dating someone. Um, and you know, what I, what conclusion I came to is that my self-worth doesn't hinge on this relationship. It, it hinges on the fact that I want to keep it going and I want to keep developing these feelings that I'm starting to have. And I'm, I'm the, the, it hinges on mutual connection. So if tomorrow or the next day or the month after that or whenever if it happens he or i say do you know what this isn't working out anymore my self-worth isn't damaged by that and i could never ever say that before even in sobriety you know early on in sobriety i was still looking for that partner and i i needed to have someone and now I have myself and I am fucking fantastic. And I can only say that because I'm sober. I'm only able to say that because I'm sober. So, you know, I, I am really full of gratitude and it's, it's something that I wouldn't have the days that I have if I didn't incorporate gratitude into it. You know, I, I mean, I have, I have a friend who actually pulled me out of, of a mental situation. I was starting to get really like down and depressed. And, and this was a few weeks ago, maybe even now a couple months ago. Um, and I only put in, I think, three things in my gratitude list. Number one was my sobriety, which every single day, that is my number one thing because I'm always grateful for that. And then I put two other things on and, and they were kind of like, meh, you know, like, okay, I just need to fill this fucking thing out and like, get it off to the group and whatever. And he texted me and he was like, no, queen. uh, -uh. He was like, you are not able to do that. He was like, I know you are grateful for a ton of shit. Look for it. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. Now it took me a couple hours to really like, 
sit down with that and start looking. But I think that's one of the things that, you know, I, I hear this in the room. I don't know what I'm grateful for. And that's fucking bullshit. That's bullshit. And for anyone who's listening, if you're not grateful for something, you're a fucking liar because you're just not looking hard enough. And I am a-okay with saying that. And you can be upset at that, but I guarantee you that if you take the time to look and really be honest with yourself, you can find things that you're grateful for. The, um, I mean, you just hit like, now, now I got to respond to like three or four things here. Um, I mean, the last thing that you said, like, number one, if you are waking up and you're not grateful for that, like, you're not doing this right. You know, and, and, like, plain and simple, like, that's not an opportunity that everybody gets, whether it's, you know, whether you're in recovery or not, nothing is promised. So you have one default every single time you draw a breath there's one thing to be grateful for. Um, going back to a couple of the things that you said, you know, the one of the one of the things that I'm grateful for when you're talking about the small things, I do not miss being hungover. I I this weekend I went and spent some time with my sister. Um, she, her, and her husband went out for dinner, and, and she she didn't go crazy you know she it was a friday night and you know they her, her uh my, my nephew was was uh had they had the babysitter for my nephew so they they were enjoying themselves and she looked like she got hit by a train and she goes ben what do i do for this i said well the old me would have tell you you gotta get right back on the saddle ah, but i don't think i don't think that's a good option she goes, no, 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 what do you do now? I said, oh, well, I, you don't pick up. You, know, you, you, you skip that step. You, 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 I, I don't have a program of recovery for this anymore. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but no, that feeling, that just physical feeling of just feeling like you got absolutely crushed. Oh, and as, we, as I was driving home, I was like, you know what I miss even less? When you start to feel a little bit better at like three or four in the afternoon and you're like, okay, I think what's going to take the edge off is, an, is a drink. And then sure as shit, it takes the edge off and you're right back in it. And it's like, oh God. And then that just builds day after day after day after day. And those thoughts that you had at the beginning of, I'll control it. I know what I'm doing. I'll only do a little, I'll only do it here. I'll only do it there. Those were the things that got me into trouble because I thought if I controlled it, if I did it this time and not this time, okay, that makes it okay. It just, oh, I don't miss those feelings whatsoever. Um, but the last thing that, that you said that really uh, hit home for me was this idea that like, that we're changing and we're changing like to our core. So we're not just changing our habits of drinking and drugging. We're not just changing one behavior. For me, I'm changing, I'm trying to change not all of the behaviors. If some of them don't need to be changed. Well, that's not true. Most of my behaviors need to be changed. Um, but, but just having that willingness to be like, okay, if you've pointed something out, 
I'm going to go ahead and take a good honest look at it and see what I can change. And it gets you to that place where you are comfortable now in a relationship where you won't let a breakup, whether it's initiated by you or it's not, or whether no matter what it is, that doesn't set you on your course. That is just a thing that happened along your course. And now you deal with it as you move forward. And, and, you know, that's the stuff that I'm learning now that it's amazing. I actually had a therapy session with my daughter yesterday at 11 years old. She's been in therapy for a couple of years now. And she, and she wanted uh, to have a therapy session with me. And so I went over to the, ha- her, the house after work and we had a therapy session. And I, I, I said to her, I was like, I am just so proud of you because she's able to articulate herself at 11 in the ways that I'm just learning to now. And so it's like, she's learning those things going into her formative years. And, you know, I'm just picking them up now. And so it's just, it's just a wonderful thing to be able to see. Um, It's, you know, it's like, it, it really is, you know, when we talk about how we're changing to our core, you know, my daughter let off and then her therapist said, you know, Ben, what do you, you know, how, how do you feel? And, and I employed all of my tools. I took my time and I was reasoned and measured and I was mindful of, of the things that I was trying to say and the things that I was feeling. And I didn't just allow them to, everything to just shoot out at once because, you know, that doesn't ever really do anything good. Like going back to the episode with Quint and the pause, take that pause and just really digest. What am I feeling? Not what do I want to say? What am I feeling? And then once I express what I'm feeling, you don't, I don't have to think about, uh, you know, what I'm, what, what, what I'm trying to say. So yeah, no, I mean, I'm just grateful for just, just everything. I think that's beautiful. And I'm really glad that you were able to have that uh, moment with your with your daughter. As you were talking before, something that was running through my mind was how grateful I am when there's like a cop behind me. And I'm not worried one bit. I'm like, bitch, please pull me over. Please pull me over. Because I'm not speeding like a maniac. I don't have drugs in the car. I'm not drunk. I had that thought yesterday. I was driving home from a meeting and there were cops all over the road. And I was like, please, please pull me over because I want to do a field sobriety test being like, I got nothing to hide. I got nothing to hide. Like, that's just like, I'm so grateful for that. I'm really, really grateful for that. Give me my gold star. I passed. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Yeah, that... (laughs) whenever I see a cop, I as well emulate that thought. I mean, when you actually aren't scared of a cop, it's a great feeling. And that's just 99.9% of the world. (laughs) Um, You know, Ben, when you're talking, Jason kind of stole the words out of my mouth, but you were talking really about growth. I mean, both with your daughter and yourself, uh, you know, use words like mindful and measured. And through recovery, you're able to be mindful. You're able to measure thoughts. You're able to admit when you're wrong or having an off day. Uh, and, you know, we, I feel like we can talk for the next five hours about gratuity, but, you know, 
recovery gives us this um gives us the option to have all these things without recovery when we're using we don't have any of it and i think that's just the you know the juxta of it absolutely and one thing that i would really love for you the listener to do is go on to our instagram at sober solutions podcast and share with us what you're grateful for gratitude is a huge part of our day and we want to share that with you so go and share with us what you're grateful for and as always each and every single one of our episodes is dedicated to the still sick and suffering alcoholic and addict especially the individual who's going to pick up for the first time tonight have a great night guys have a great night have a great night we appreciate your liking and subscribing to our podcast if you liked what you heard today and would like to support our podcast feel free to venmo a dollar to our virtual basket at sober solutions podcast we want to hear from you too if you have a comment question topic or would like to come on the show find us on instagram facebook or youtube at sober solutions podcast or you can shoot us an email to sober solutions podcast at gmail.com Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you like what you've heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show.